sustainable care team, led by Professor Sue Yendel at the University of Sheffield, is exploring how care arrangements currently in crisis in parts of the UK can be made sustainable and deliver wellbeing outcomes. We aim to support policy and practice actors and scholars to conceptualise sustainability in care as an issue of rights, values, ethics and justice, as well as of resource distribution. Our Care Matters series includes publications, podcasts and blogs from our team and others working towards sustainable care. Kelly Hall from the University of Birmingham. I'm also a researcher on the sustainable care team. I've been researching retirement migration now for many years, um, including care for older British people in Spain as part of the sustainable care research. I've recently published a policy brief on care for older British people in Spain. I'm delighted to introduce Dr. Charles Betty. Charles is an expert on retirement migration, having completed his PhD in 2017 from the University of Northampton. His PhD focused on the return of older British people from Spain. Charles is now 97 years old and has lived in Spain for the last 35 years. Charles has many accolades to his name, including being the oldest person to be awarded a PhD in the UK. He is also a World War II veteran who was awarded the Legion of Honour by the French government. In January this year, he was also awarded an MBE for services to British nationals overseas. Charles spent many of his 35 years in Spain supporting the British community there, including setting up the first volunteer interpreter service and co-founding Age Care Association, an organisation that offers assistance to British senior citizens that live in the province of Malaga. Charles, thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me today. Let's start with your PhD research on return migration. Can you tell me a little bit about why older British people return to the UK and why it's important to research return migration? Yeah, it has been suggested that the third age of life may be considered to begin at 55 to 70 years of age and often means that migrants have a relatively good health while the fourth age is an era of dependence with increasingly health problems and a possible poor quality of life, which might prompt decisions about returning to the UK to access care. They may also have been in contact with their families who suggested that a return to the UK would be beneficial for them because they could access health and social provision. The loss of a partner can prompt a return to the UK. Some migrants I've spoken to have pointed out that there may be problems of reintegration into a society that might have changed since they left the UK, and indeed it has. However, research suggests that some migrants in poor health choose to stay in Spain. It is important to research return migration of British migrants from Spain to the UK, as it is necessary to understand the reason why they leave after many years in Spain. Leaving helps researchers to understand the pros and cons of migrating and any pitfalls they may experience in Spain after retirement. So you've lived in Spain for 35 years. I mean, are you seeing more people return to the UK as a consequence of Brexit? Yeah, 
I've lived in Spain for over three decades, and most of the British migrants I know or I, who I've met have enjoyed their retirement in a country with a warm climate and hope to continue to live in Spain. As I meet so many British migrants, I've found that many of them are very concerned about events over which they have no control. For example, coronavirus and the UK leaving the European Union, for example, Brexit is of great concern because of the conflicting comments by the British government, which is prompting some of my friends to decide to return to the UK, where they hope they can tap into any health or social care if they need it. It is interesting to note that some of the people I met were concerned that if many migrants returned to the UK, perhaps it would swamp the National Health Service, possibly resulting in a poorer service. On a personal note, I have thought about returning to the UK now that my wife has passed away. However, her ashes are in Spain at the present time. I feel close to her, which is comforting, and I have no intention of returning to the UK. I would only return if I couldn't cope with being lonely and needed being close to my family. Loneliness is difficult to describe because it affects people in different ways. For me at the age of 97, although I may feel in control of my life, I have to recognize that I can't live on my own and I may need help from a carer. So let's turn to the issue of care then. What happens when an older British person living in Spain needs care? Well, it is traditional for Spanish families to take care of older people. When a British pensioner needs care, there is little help from the Spanish government, therefore it may be necessary to pay for care in the home. When I was doing my PhD, some of my interviewees found difficulty to accessing support from local social services because they haven't sufficient Spanish. I personally have found that I've been able to speak with some local uh, social services staff who do speak some English, and I found them very helpful. Retirees can access care in the home provided they can pay for it. If this isn't possible, they can get some support from British NGOs such as Age Care Association, but it consists mainly of advice. They also organise coffee mornings so people can share experience of living in Spain. Age Care can arrange to take people to hospitals or to local doctor surgeon. Sometimes, undertake shopping for people who are housebound. There have been occasions when Age Care has paid for a migrant to go into a local care home. So you were the co-founder of one of the um, voluntary organisations in the Costa del Sol Age Care Association, which you've just mentioned, and also the Hospital Interpreter Service. Can you tell me why you set these up um, and how they support people in Spain? Well, I was the first foreign person to set up an interpreter service at local health centres in the province of Malaga. I was fortunate to meet a local Spanish doctor who spoke English he said he, he had been doing some research, actually with the Malaga University, about the problems facing British people when they had a consultation with a Spanish doctor. I suggested to him that perhaps I should set up an organisation which could provide support for older pe British people in Spain. 
I wrote to the editor of a local newspaper about my ideas, and as a result, 20 plus people, some British but more Spanish, replied. I then had a meeting with the British consul who gave us good advice, particularly about strict, confidential, and laid down the rules for a caring organization which would support British people in Spain. It was decided to call the organization Aid Care Association. It can't generally provide payment for healthcare. What they can do, and very successfully, was to set up meeting places in various parts of the Malaga province, which are staffed by volunteers where individuals can meet and discuss their experience of living in Spain, and they shared hints and tips for continuing to live in Spain or in returning to the UK. So some British people in Spain um, may not be able to afford to pay for care and, and need help from these voluntary organisations. Also, attendance allowance is currently exportable from the UK as a financial benefit. In what ways does this help older British people in Spain? The attendance allowance, AA, which is, doesn't relate to the motoring organisation in Britain, <laughs> It's an exportable benefit from the UK, and some of my PhD interviewees had received this benefit when a Spanish doctor certified a disability. An example of this was my wife was considered to be 70% disabled, thus she could be entitled to free care in the home after a consultation with the local Spanish social services. My wife decided she didn't want a home carer, therefore the AA was added to our bank account on the understanding that if she later needed care, she would use it to help pay for care. There have been occasions when some of the people I know had some difficulty getting support from Spanish social services because of the inability to speak Spanish. I had no problems when I went to the social service in Bedel Madonna because I was able to converse with a person who spoke English. I suggested to some of my friends that if they need to go to the social services, they should take an interpreter with them. So based on your research and your own experiences, what messages do you have for policymakers about British migrants who live in Spain? Well, based on my PhD research and my experience with ACA, that's Aged Care Association, the message I would give to policymakers about British migrants who live in Spain is that there should be clearer lines of communication between voluntary organization and the appropriate government departments so that migrants are clear about what they can expect when they return to the uk after many years living in spain and also what they can do to help british people like myself to enjoy their remaining years in spain fortunately we have a british ambassador located in Madrid, who is very much aware of the problems and difficulties which older British people living in Spain may have, and is able to give appropriate advice. And finally, what advice would you give to those planning to retire to Spain? Well, older people in the UK planning to move to Spain after retirement should do their homework and ensure that they have checked what is necessary to access health and care benefits. When they arrive in Spain, the first thing they should do is to register with the local authority where they live so they can see what benefits they can expect. Also, 
some knowledge of Spanish would help when negotiating with local bureaucracy. So getting someone with good verbal Spanish to help those with limited knowledge could be helpful. In addition, the website support for Spain should be accessed because it provides a comprehensive amount of information about living in Spain. The website, which is aimed at migrants over 55 years of age and could be applicable to those over that age, the website provides help on many things that may concern British people, such as what organisations they contact about registering in Spain, how to access health and social care, what to do in a medical emergency, and many other very helpful ideas to make life easier for British migrants. That's really interesting, Charles. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me.